Hey, welcome to the No Friends Podcast, where we have no friends, only buddies. Thanks so much for coming back and joining us, people. Gonna lower my gain just a little bit, seem a little hot, perfect, okay. Yeah, uh, welcome to the super professional No Friends Podcast, and I got a very special guest today. Uh, he's waving at me. Not to let special. Me. I was gonna let him introduce himself, and I guess I will, so... Go ahead, take take the limelight, sir. With without further ado, please, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Callahan Welsh. Are you done? Yeah. Well, he just introed me. Yeah, I did. Would you like to to say who you are? <sighs> Nobody cares. You know that, right, Julian? Okay. Okay. Um, let Let's suppose that people do care uh for those listening uh he just took off i mean you can only listen he just took off the mic cover and replaced it with his own is that better this has been in my pants the whole time okay cool uh glad that uh you could join me and take things out of your pants okay on my show. stop uh so side. my name is callahan welsh there's nothing special about me i was born in silverton oregon raised in maui hawaii all my life and i'm the unfunniest open micer in los angeles uh-huh. You don't say. Uh, the unfunniest, but one of the hardest working, I would say. How nope. often do you hit open mics, Callahan? Eight hours a day, but that's not me being the hardest worker. There's actually harder workers out there that claim it on social media. Mm -hmm. And they boast their narcissism and ego saying that they're <laughs> the hardest working comedians in the... Yeah? In the comedy community. I was taking a breath. Oh, okay. And... I'm just, I'm just, you know, walking along with you on this journey. <laughs> and so I'm not a, a hardworking individual, I guess, because other comedians have already claimed that they're the hardest working comedian. So I mean, I'm not I no saying, longer can I'm not claim saying that. you're the hardest working. Well, I mean, you did. So when people of. listen to the beginning, you didn't even say one of. You said the hardest. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that and I'm so stick the, to it. That's where, no, what the general population has to understand is like, instead of the hardest working, how about a very hard worker? Yeah, there you go. You're yeah. a hard worker. You're like a farmer, but there for you jokes. Go. It's like all these idiot comedians that say, so my mom was the sweetest woman you've ever known. No, she's not. Have you met my mom? Ten times sweeter than your mom. <laughs> No, that's not true. That's the thing is people have to stop being so self-centered and thinking, oh, my mom is the sweetest woman you know, or my grandma is the sweetest woman you know. Like, no. How about your mom is a very sweet woman to know, but not the sweetest? Wow. You fucking idiots. Wow. I'm sorry, I didn't lot, mean A lot of... No, it's okay. Uh, we come on to the No Friends <laughs> podcast to, uh, to be ourselves and... Uh, to release things we have to say so yeah well this nobody's is, listening to this so. uh, yeah. I, I mean my mom is listening oh, you know to stay I relevant apologize mrs julian hemmendinger i that's her name uh, i apologize for utilizing uh north korean profanity <laughs> okay yes uh we support uh north korea is that the right one to support well it's a beautiful place just because it has an ugly dictator who's overweight doesn't mean it's not a beautiful place i've been to south korea when i was stationed there in the military and they have a beautiful country beautiful hillside beautiful people beautiful culture uh beautiful food beautiful women as i am a straight white male and uh beautiful oceans uh well they're obviously surrounded by the pacific ocean but beautiful surf spots when i was 
driving up and down the coast to go help out at a uh uh, orphanage there in South Korea when I was wow, in the military. Wow, that's amazing, I, man. I volunteered with a handful of other Marines to go play soccer at an orphanage. No wonder with, you're, uh, you're so nice <clears throat> to all the shitty comics like myself. And yeah. I mean, I, I don't even mean to call myself a comic. I'm overstepping. Yeah, you're but, an open mic. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Sorry, but, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is that, you know, it seems like you've always been one to help people, but that's all we can all really do in this life, right? Well, it's the just, Marine Corps brainwashed me to help people thinking it's the right positive uh energy wow that's crazy that uh they did something that would be positive who knew that the military could do that and scene scene so yeah uh we volunteer we some of these kids like it just made me think like when i was playing with some of these kids soccer like they're like six seven ten these kids that their parents created them and then gave them up couldn't take care of them that broke my heart even as a hardcore marine well-trained in the idea that I have to go to war and possibly do something, that's not normal. But the idea is that a lot of these kids also were just so athletically inclined to and well play, uh, well-versed in playing soccer mm-hmm. that it's like, who's giving these kids a chance to possibly make it into the Olympics I or mean, professionally n- paid? Like, that's the thing. Life is rolling the dice, dude, and not everyone is as lucky as that's, you or me. That's not fair. No, that's the thing. It's is not. We we in America alone have mm-hmm. the money, the billions of well, dollars of course, to but we cure need bigger home. tanks, dude. No, like, come on. No, listen. To we just our country alone has the money to cure homelessness around the world, and that's just our yeah, country. I'm not surprised. I mean, we also produce enough food to feed everyone around the Russia world. Russia and China, just us three countries could could take care of. The so-called overpopulated country, which I don't think it's overpopulated. Have you been to the Mojave Desert? There's so much space for houses. <laughs> You're right. There is a lot of room there. I, I've I've driven out there. It was scary. There's lots of rocks and cactuses. There. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, beautiful formations. I don't know why it's scary to you, but yeah, maybe uh, when you really dark grow and up and a... become a man. You know? <laughs> sorry mama no No, man it was it was just really dark when i was out there and uh yeah if it's nighttime yeah that's how it works uh i thought the stars would shine and light my way but i guess not you're a stupid brain yeah i've i've been called worse that's okay i'm i'm glad that we started talking about the desert because if we were going to start talking about adoption i was going to tell a really sad story and you were going to be like all right well you're a scumbag and i'm going to probably leave now yeah well but uh i got some stuff ready for you unless there's anything you want to talk about i know i just want to tell the people uh you guys this would be the intermission part of the show so feel free to leave go use the bathroom take a smoke break and never come back uh okay and uh no hard feelings if you don't want to listen to this. I'm a nobody. I understand that. I'm very people, hard feelings if you don't listen. A lot of people think I'm super funny. I'm not. I'm just effective in my own way. I can't be funnier than any other comedians because comedy is subjective. Not everybody's going to like my comedy and not everybody's going to like Dave Chappelle. So, well, if you don't like Dave Chappelle, uh, you're fucking wrong. Okay, no profanity. Mama's listening. Oh, that's fine. I mean, she raised me like this. Dang it. And I don't know if she's listening. Hopefully not. But still, not. she is a lady, and all ladies out there, we must... Uh, that's something us men, real men, would do, is utilize a lot less profanity, especially on stage, well, in the presence of a woman. I never claimed to be a real man. But, You're oh, the yes. Okay, well, you know. I, I'm actually a woman. Thank you. And sing. <laughs> We're just cruising. Are you streaming right now? Yes, don't worry about it. <laughs> 
uh, plagiarism. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to release this before you do. So yeah, you, you are. Uh, mm. This podcast is not going to come out probably for at least a week or two. Yeah. I got yeah. a couple more in the can before this comes out. Doesn't matter. We're smoking. Uh, not inside. <laughs> Unless you have that digital weed. We're streaming this right now on Callahan Welsh's Instagram, <clears throat> who I don't know if he'll say it, but look up Callahan Welsh. C- oh, I'm deleting this right after. Oh, yeah, so. okay. Well, in, just in case he doesn't delete it, C-A-L-L-A-N-W-E-L-S-H. I spelled that super wrong. Yeah. Okay, but close enough. Uh, just look for the blue circle. But again, do you, do you have anything that you want to mention while you make me nervous holding your phone in the air? Yeah, if you want to follow me, it's at uh, the real Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, God fucking damn it! All right, no. thanks for thanks for bringing politics into it and okay. scene. So and scene. yeah, there's nothing special. Uh, if you got questions for the audience to uh, not ask because they can't call in right now because we're not live and you are not that popular yet. N- yet, I like how uh, you said yet. My mom well, would approve that. I'm. I'm uh, negative optimistic. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so I do have some questions for you. And Great. you mentioned uh, you mentioned this uh, comedy thing that you do. Kinda no, I didn't. So uncomfortable holding up your phone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Time out. Time out. He's standing up and he's going to put the phone down, so we can record. Excellent. That'll be awesome. Great. Sick. Thank you for that. I'm now a footrest. Okay, uh, so you mentioned comedy, and uh, I've actually been uh, doing this thing called putting in effort, and uh, I've been trying, and I've noticed something. I've woke up today with a sore ass from going to these open mics. Like, my butt is sore. And I'm just going to take this moment to plagiarize and shout out our sponsor, uh, look for Hemorrhoid Dinger, uh, the best for your hemorrhoids. He fell asleep, everyone. Uh, he got really bored because I plagiarized two of his jokes, one that he told me to say and one that he didn't. Good, he's learning. I am learning uh, very, very slowly. But uh, how do you, seriously, though, like, have you have you ever woken up, like, with, like, your lower back or, like, your ass being sore from sitting at these open mics? Yeah, absolutely. Every day. That's why I'm overweight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you're, you're not supposed to. It's not natural to sit that long at, at, at work or at home and then go and s- sit again. I mean, people do it, but you if you do it, if you did exercise and you stretch out the body three times a day like it's supposed to, according to American Journal Research of Medicine. The Reader's Digest. Okay, I'll accept them. They're, they're <laughs> three-fourths credible. Yeah, uh, that's close enough for me. <clears throat> Uh, it's sitting down. It's it's painful. So is that why you stand up a lot at these open mics? Mm, you know, you got to get the blood flowing. Mm. Yeah, I thought that we'd be able to get more out of that, but then I said it, it was like that's that's not worth anyone's time. Uh, you mentioned uh, Korea. Uh, you said lots of nice things, but what was one of your your favorite things that you got you saw out there? Like besides the besides like because you you mentioned like a really humble thing, like that you were helping. You know, orphans, which is a really cool thing. And you help orphan open micers here, and that's real nice of you. Mm-hmm. But did you do comedy when you were in Korea? Nope. I just acted a fool. You can't You can't smoke that in here, Callahan. That's all right. 
Nobody's going to know. Um, I will know. This is a whole bit. <laughs> He's worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> he got worried, people. If I was with wor- that being said, please start my time. Uh, okay. Trademark, time. copyright, all rights reserved. All right, I'm gonna have to turn this on because I think that's what keeps our levels lower. Great. You haven't been recording any of my stuff, and you got 32 minutes left. 32 minutes. That's it. That's, I don't know. Are you gonna eat that joint by the end of this? Are you just like puffing air? Mm. Okay. Cool. Uh, keep that brain hydrated with lots of oxygen. Uh, so besides that, uh, I mean, I had this written down, but, uh, I mean, we mentioned traveling, but again, not trying to be super redundant, but I wanted to ask you, like, besides there, is there any, like, do you have any crazy traveling stories, like, that include or don't include farts? Yes. Uh, so I had to, my sergeant and I had a mission to go and drive these rental vans. Where was this? I think we were stationed in Camp Busan, an army base in South Korea. And then we had to go and take some, uh, I think, generals from, like, another military branch from, like, Germany or something to to the airport. And... It's intense. Busan. Busan. So we were in Busan, and then mm-hmm. we had to go to Busan, I think. Did you have to take a train? Like no, I just said we drove oh. there with South <laughs> Korean vehicles. <laughs> Pay attention to detail. I am. I'm sorry. I was just trying to work in a joke because there's this movie Yeah, you're not I funny. Don't called, do that. There's this movie I love called Train to Busan. Okay, that's not real. It's not relevant. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so you're... So you're delivering, you're delivering Postmates. No, we just. <laughs> you're delivering Postmates in, no, in right, North you're Korea. Funny. You're kind of funny. <laughs> no, I'm not. Getting Shut a up. Funny, yeah. uh, thank you. I respect you. it. Uh, I respect your narcissism and truth. Wow. I, I'm starting to sound way too much like you. I know. It's That's, fucked uh, up. what happens when you become a powerful entity. I'm a deity of open micers, so. <laughs> he is... I'm telling you, man, there's going to be a painting of this era of comedy, and you're going to be the Jesus Christ on that no, final I'm supper. No, I'm not that powerful. Or you'll be the guy who, like, you can just see <laughs> half of his face sticking nope. into the frame. All the hacks that get uh, and steal jokes that are uh, getting booked at the comedy store in Hollywood Improv are the guys that are going to be the remembered, and I'm going to be a nobody. Nah, man. I think that I think you're going to get your comeuppance. I mean. It's it's kind of like well, a it's a year overdue. So, uh, but. <laughs> please, I've only been out here for a couple of years. I mean, I've been talking to my roommate about it, and like, you know, you were saying like, I hope the toilets clean. It's like, dude, my roommate, no joke, was in a Super Bowl commercial this weekend. So like, trust uh, no, me, he like, wasn't. There was only one comedian that I know of who was in it, and that's I mean, Willie Mack. He's just an actor, but. He's yeah, no, he it. wasn't. He was also on Criminal Minds last night. No, he wasn't. He got killed. He got oh, beat with a bat. Who cares? Kevin Mim, shout out shout to out, him. No, shout out to Willie Mack for being a comedian and an actor and getting that spot on the Super Bowl commercial Which of Verizon. Commercial? Which commercial was it? Verizon. Verizon. But I don't even know like what all these commercials are because I can never tell what they're about. But. What what was happening in the commercial? Anyways, not to digress, back to my narcissism. Yeah, back to your story that we deviated from. Please tell me it. Uh, then we got to, we had to drive and. So you went from Busan to Pusan. Yes, and it was a uh, an hour, an hour and ten minute drive to 
to this location without traffic. Yeah, I imagine not a lot of people have cars there. Oh, they have thousands of cars because they have the second largest steel mill in the world. No Fred's podcast, officially educational. No shit. Jesus Christ. Learn something. You just taught me something. Okay. Well, Google fact-checked it, but they have, I think, the second (laughs) or first largest uh, steel mill in the world. Okay, crazy. uh, So lots of cars on the road, and I imagine that there wasn't maybe a lot of laws on the road there. Oh, there are, but they're not followed. Ah, got you. So it's kind of like the Philippines where it's like, hey, if there's room on the road, my fucking car is going here. Yep. Okay, so you're bobbing and weaving through the streets of North Korea with a missile? No, South Korea Mm -hmm. in the general public. Uh We had to go to Seoul. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what it was. Seoul, the capital of South Korea. Oh, my God. This place is huge. Perfect. The audio is good. Second largest uh, city, I think, in the nation. Fact check that right now, Jamie, please. Uh, no, you're Julian. Jamie is the one on Joe Rogan who's yeah. got uh, What do you want me to fact check? Uh, Seoul, Korea, yeah. largest city in the world. It's not. Okay, probably it's I'm Shanghai or Hong Kong. but Largest church came up, largest city. What is Seoul known for? Capital official, the Seoul... The sole special city, the capital and largest metropolis of South Korea. Right. There right. you go. Of the check what it what its rating is in the world. I, I don't know how to do that. I mean, just say is South Korea the largest city in not, the world? It's not Siri. You can't talk into it. Is South Korea? I can't type South Korea. The or Seoul, Seoul. I'm sorry, Seoul, S O E L. Oh, there's no Seoul, Korea. It's just Seoul, S O E L. No, it's Seoul. Is Seoul, Korea, the largest city? Seoul, officially the largest metropolis. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. No, it's the world's 16th largest city. Holy shit! Other places grew since I've been there in 2005. That makes sense, right? 15 sure. years, long time. A lot has changed. I am not the same, thankfully, since 15 yeah. years. Yeah, white privilege. Yeah. Okay. You're damn right. <laughs> I mean, I have a podcast now. I'm pretty serious and about scene. embracing my white privilege. <laughs> 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 so you're delivering. What are you delivering in, in North So Korea? the story was, uh, we just took a like, high-end individuals back to Seoul. So oh, okay. they could so, be like so diplomats. Okay. Important and then people. we had to come back. And my sergeant decided to tell me like, hey, Lance Corporal Welsh, you're going to be leading the uh, the convoy back. Convoy was only his van and my van. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot sergeant. How many seats is that? <clears throat> Seven. So not a lot. No, not a lot. He had probably five people in his van and I had four people in mine. So... He he tells me I'm going to lead back because as motor transport operators, vehicle operators or truck drivers in the military should have a smart enough keen sense to know to be able to go uh, to a place in one and remember everything in one trip. So no GPS to, or and no map yeah, or anything. No. That's psycho. Yeah. They're definitely not doing that anymore. So. <laughs> So he expected me to uh, remember which way to go, and unfortunately, 
uh, as we're halfway into our uh, uh, trip back to the base, I passed one of the uh, exits. The exits, and for another twenty minutes. I just hear like this honking the whole time. I'm thinking it's the rest of the traffic. He kind of got lost in a couple of vehicles, like were able to shove their self in between us and whatnot mm. for 20 minutes. He finally caught up, rolled down the window, and he's like, you fucking asshole. We were supposed to turn back. Hey, Munchkin. Okay, that's Panda. Panda. Panda What's up, Panda? Panda will not hey, Panda. So a dog just ran into the room. I got I two dogs in my dog. apartment. It, it's, it is a dog. It's, it's a crackhead dog. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, former professional mouth. soccer player Brandon's dog. Uh, oh. That dog took a long time to warm up to me. Maybe Brandon will come on at some point. Like I said, no friends podcast, really loose and goose. We'll get back to your story in a second. But Nobody cares. Yeah, there, there's, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's two dogs in my apartment right now. Panda Nobody took cares. a little while to warm up to me, but he met... If you hear barking, it's these dumb dogs. There's a dog named Panda and a dog named Sam. But please continue. So your general said, what the fuck, you should turn around. So my sergeant, I don't want to mention his name because he's not that uh, important enough to remember. Uh, He starts snapping at me and telling me how I missed it. I'm I'm a dumbass. So he ended up taking the lead. But the thing is, I'm pretty sure he forgot where we were going so he told me i mean he's not wrong you give me the chance ha and uh (laughs) give me a chance to lead back but like no sergeant you you're the fucking leader you you know i'm the first time in south korea and you expect me to remember an hour and a half worth of mountains and calligraphy that i don't even know how to read like so fucking crazy so and of course he had guess what he had the directions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you fucking idiot. I have the map. Why don't you be more like me? Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I was just like, like getting snapped out. And to me, I was just like, this motherfucker has no idea. If we could take off rank, I'd fucking thump his ass. <laughs> and so, but you because actually... when you, you see rank, you have to swallow your pride, humble yourself, and shut the fuck up and let this guy talk all of the shit he can. And let him have butt sex with you. Yeah, that was at nighttime. But that's <laughs> besides the point. So... Uh, we ended up getting back, and uh, I get out of the van, and I, and he comes up to me he's like, "You gotta fucking pay attention, motherfucker. Do you understand that? This is survival out here, like, Sergeant. We were just driving in public transportation. Like, there's, well, it's South Korea, so I guess everything's survival out there. Yeah, but it's Korea." So I had that experience, but probably the coolest experience I had was uh, when they called when uh, we had nothing to really do that day. We already finished our maintenance on the vehicles, and they asked me if I want. I was sitting in the tent, and they asked me if I wanted to go for a ride in one of the helicopters because one of their pilots needed to get some uh, flight time. So I said, "Hell yeah!" So we flew over South Korea for uh, forty-five minutes, and that's that oh, background, man. that picture that you saw on my social media that nobody follows. <laughs> <laughs> but and, uh, I bet that was amazing, dude. Oh, it was. The pilot was awesome. Uh, he was able to... Hey, what's up, hey, what's up? No, doing? dude, How super unprofessional. <laughs> like, this is a no-friends <laughs> podcast, dude. This is my buddy. Uh, my roommate, my roommate <laughs> Kevin Mims, just walked in. Say hi on the mic, dude. Just say hello. <laughs> yeah, shout out. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? That's Kevin Mims, future <laughs> star, or actually hi, already baby. star. Kevin Miles. Miles. (laughs) White privilege over here. Can't even remember his roommates. I I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah, my roommate, Kevin uh, Miles. I'm not even trying to fuck around. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Kevin Mims, who you can see in uh what's it called? Some commercials maybe if, at some farms and he was on Criminal Minds, right? Criminal Minds last <laughs> month, last night. Uh, and today's date is da 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 da, da is Thursday. Oh, the 6th. you were the Jake from State Farm guy, the, where it's the second one around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Yeah, dude, uh, it's, it's you're just chilling there with your button-up shirt, <laughs> and they're at, you know she's asking again, like, "Are you cheating on me?" Like, that's funny. They brought that time around. That yeah, around. yeah, they gotta bring back that post nine eleven stuff. Everyone loves it. <laughs> and scene. Back to my narcissism. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and also a dog came in the room, so lots of distractions, a little bit of dead air, but it's okay. Hey, yeah, Sam. Nobody's listening. Sam, so. is it, people are listening. Okay, there's there's at least. Oh one yeah, person. Mama. I'm sorry, Mama. But uh, but keep telling your story. So no, it's not so, important. Anymore. So I guess it, the, it never it, was. It was done. Uh, not just got to fly around South Korea. I mean, other things happen out there, but How, nobody really cares. Did you, you ever? Know, it's like so just my experience in life. That's all. So you were helping someone get their license, though, for flying a helicopter. The Could, pilot needed more flight time. More flight time because you are like a certified pilot. No. Okay. I just thought that it was something where like they're like, hey, like we need. It's kind of like when you want to get your license, like to drive a car. You know, your mom or your dad have to sit through yeah, being in the car yeah. and freaking the fuck out while you're trying to learn how to drive. Pilots need flight time just as much as wannabe comedians need stage time. So, <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, that is definitely true. Oh, what was it? Uh, one of my uh, childhood friends, uh, his name is Adam Lewis. He is actually a helicopter pilot in Sweden now. Isn't that fucking crazy? How does that help me? Oh, it doesn't. You're right. <laughs> I, I don't know why I brought it up. That was that was so stupid of me. Why would I ever do that? <laughs> no, that's super cool. Before I joined the Marine Corps and when I got arrested for uh, distribution of cannabis back home in Maui, Hawaii. Shout I used, out. I used to grow uh, cannabis plants out in the sugarcane fields because we could utilize the uh, the water irrigation from the crops of the sugarcane to uh, feed and grow our uh, cannabis plants. So, so you were growing your own plants? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's metal. Were you doing it uh, hydroponics? Is that the term? No, we just uh, took whatever cheap plants that we could find and seeds. We germinated them, got them to grow a little bit, and then a buddy of mine, I'll keep his name uh, nameless because he ended up going to federal prison. Oh, that sucks. Uh, him and I used to grow uh, illegally out in the sugarcane fields in Maui, Hawaii, and so that's where he taught me, like utilizing the uh, a foot pattern, counting patterns, and finding a place to uh, go grow it and uh, use the water irrigation and the Maui sunlight. Obviously, is going to grow them. So, uh, and and the soil there, and that, like, were you growing it in sand? Like, that's a dumb question. <laughs> no, no, we actually have real dirt over there. Wow, volcanic crazy. dirt. Yeah, Which I mean is that part of the ooh, earth, that and that's grew. good soil, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's so where a lot of hydroponics started coming to play because you use the lava rocks to grow the, as the plants' roots grow around and they, uh, they grow on the lava rocks. It's just really good and aerated for the uh, lava or for the cannabis plants. And how many years ago was this? Mm. 1997, 98 when I first got into high school. Oh my god, so this was like a hundred years ago. That's fucking insane. Thank you for uh, noticing. Uh, <laughs> but 
uh, how many how many pounds you think you grew in your time? Uh, of doing so that? that's what got me into wanting to become a helicopter pilot. Is Green Harvest flew over, uh, <laughs> and uh, they chopped our stuff just before. Maybe a month or two before uh, it was ready to harvest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you never actually harvest and got nope. to sell anything? Nope. I have a polar. We only had Polaroid cameras at the time. <laughs> I have a Polaroid uh, picture of myself holding the stem, and the stem was as so big that not even my hand could re- wrap around it. Wow. And they they chopped it off at so that. So it butt, was like so. holding my penis. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, that's a lie. <laughs> I'm sorry you created a son with a... So uh, that's where the uh, my story of cannabis growing started. I only am asking, though, because I saw a movie keeping it relevant to my podcast. Okay, it's back to my your show, narcissism. My narcissism. Narcissism, the podcast, TM. Uh, I saw a movie called The Gentleman. It was okay, but that's about Matthew McConaughey growing weed and selling it in the U.K., so they basically stole your life story, just changed it. Plagiarism. Shout out to Matthew McConaughey and his hairy balls. <laughs> Sorry, Mama. Uh, <laughs> when, when did you hear that he has hairy balls? Every male species organism has hair that grows from the testicular cancer that, uh, apologies, uh, that stem from the life of service. Okay. Good to know. You have no idea what I just said. No, you? no, you're talking about life of service. And I'm so hairy, sorry hairy you balls. have to roommate with this guy, dude. I'm sorry, Miles. <laughs> Good grief. Hopefully, Jake from State Farm gets you out of here. So <laughs> he, that'd be incredible. He he has the place insured. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, Jake from State Farm, yeah. <laughs> from Allstate, this yeah. place is... <laughs> yeah. And it, it's not even like a good neighbor. He's just like a person who lives under the same roof as me. He's Dude, there. that's a great joke. Why don't you use that? You just wrote it, that's why. Okay, yeah, and because so no. I'm not funny. <laughs> According to... Try, uh, I, I hate to say this, but try, try not to laugh like right into the mic. Like. <laughs> I look like you. I know, but I'm Mama, your son is a hypocrite. I I, I can be, but I'm just, I was moving away. You just, you caught me off guard. But he's he's shooting finger guns right now. I think someone's watching. Time out. Someone is commenting and he's looking over. Gracias, primo. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Está bien? Sí, padre. Chupame la pingo, huevanazo. The No Friends podcast where we speak Spanish. Hope all is well. No, no, it's not because I'm half Peruvian. Today is my abuela's birthday, Abuela Tula. She she moved on to the afterlife years ago, but uh, she's from Peru. My mother's from Peru, so I'm half Peruvian, which people don't really know, and they judge my white skin, think well, I'm part of the KKK members, but that's all right. So you're so, half Peruvian. What's the correct. other half? Irish. Okay. So, wow, I, I fucking was like holding the door open with my whole body for you to say your piece and you're like eh, yeah not yeah. gonna say that yeah so and not only is today uh uh thursday february 6th, 6th it's my grandmother's birthday but also she shares the same day as bob marley robert nesta marley happy birthday rest in paradise brother lot of mercy yeah. and uh so today is one good day yeah uh, did she uh, just keeping it like in line with asking you pointless stories about or questions about stories? Did she ever tell you any cool Peruvian stories? Absolutely not. She spoke Spanish. Oh, okay. Well, did she tell you any stories in Spanish? Nope. Okay. She well, just told me no ketchup. 
no ketchup. Why? Because I used to eat a lot of ketchup whenever she'd come and uh, uh, visit us in Maui, Hawaii from Peru. Okay, I'm going to judge you because one of my questions here, I have it written in my notes. I said, can you cook MREs? Question mark. Yes. But before, before you go into it, mm-hmm. I'm going to preface this question with, are you one of those motherfuckers who, because I want to talk about this well, ketchup thing. Well, I'm not a motherfucker, thing. but okay. <laughs> are you one of those people who eats a steak with ketchup? Absolutely. Oh, God, you Not. eat steak. Okay, good. You eat steak like Donald Trump. Let me tell you a story real quick. I no. Think okay, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> after after I asked him to not laugh into the mic, he extended his arm fully. Yeah, he's pointing at the chart on the computer. Yep, it, it spiked because you laughed yeah, right yeah. in the mic, but it's fine. I'm going to tell you a story oh, yeah. of right. uh, when I got in trouble Action. for making a similar joke. So whenever I would, I worked at a steak restaurant. And the way that it works is it was a set menu and I just need to get the temperature of people's steaks, you know, everything from well done all the way to rare. And uh, I always I would always encourage people to not get their steak well done because, I mean, I think that's disgusting. But the point is, is you want to get everyone's food out while it's hot. And if you if someone gets well done and someone gets a rare or medium rare, it's likely that the rares and the medium rare will get cold by the time the well done is finished. So there was this table of women and this was like this was peak Donald Trump being offensive, you know, like where he had mocked a handicapped person, had been incredibly sexist. And uh, yes, it was 2016. And uh, I went the table was giving their orders and this lady said, I would like mine well done. And I said to her, I was like, are you sure you want your steak well done? Donald Trump eats his steak well done, and only a monster should eat like one. And at that moment, there was nervous laughter from all the women there. And then the one woman, and I should have known because the woman was wearing white, had blonde hair, and she had gold around her neck. And she called my manager over and told her that I should be fired and uh, didn't leave me a tip, and because we pooled tips, everyone was mad at me. But every, all the other five women at the table uh, left me a tip. But that's that's my story. It's much more anticlimactic than I thought. Again, you're hearing Callahan puffing into an unlit joint. Listen to that. No, I don't even think the mic is picking it up. A tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, it's picking that up. But so you eat everything with ketchup? And that no, lady just, also ate her steak with just steak. Interesting. No, uh, I eat uh, ketchup on eggs and rice. Dude, that's a, that's a Asian thing. thing. Like that's something I should have asked, and I'm gonna ask right now. Were the eggs any good out there in uh, South Korea? Because you know the eggs there are made a lot differently, and their yolks are like a different color. We ate space food. Space food, so called MREs. MREs mm, meals tough. ready to eat. I have seen a couple YouTube videos where they make these MREs, and they don't look that great. But sometimes, they, every once in a while, it was on Good Mythical Morning, a YouTube channel. They were testing different MREs, and I think the best one they said was the taco mix. But tell me about your experience of these because they're pretty scientific. Like, it makes the food itself boil, or does it have like a chemical compound like that it makes water boil like you pour a tiny bit of water and like chemicals happen please stop me anytime so they have what's basically a portable stove 
They have a package that comes in the MREs that has gunpowder in it. Oh, my God. You add, you tear the package open, you put your food package inside there, and then you pour water and you let it sit for about five to seven minutes to warm up your food. And then you take it out, you dispose of the gunpowder and water, and then you eat your food nice and warm. And what were your experiences with these? Any good? Uh, so the first time they introduced an MRE to us in boot camp was they had us mix everything together. So you had to eat like a melange of everything? <laughs> so I, I think I got like beef, or no, spaghetti, spaghetti, and then I had a pound cake for the dessert. I had peach cobbler, peaches for like the fruit. That's the one I've heard that's kind of tasty. They're all tasty. They're all edible. I mean, uh, some people just <laughs> there's a difference between being edible and being tasty. Well, but when okay. you're in the military and you got nothing else, you're gonna eat what you got. Yes, correct. And so or, we had to mix that. Mm-hmm. Then the little Tabasco sauce that it comes with, the oh, little pepper nice. sauce, and the coffee, and we had to all mix that together. Ew. And we had to eat that coffee spaghetti. Coffee spaghetti, Tabasco sauce, peppers. Uh, what was it, the uh, and peach cobbler? And they were watching you do this, the yes. generals and stuff? Yep. Were they masturbating while they were watching nope. you? That's disturbing, it's dude. It's called the mindfuck psychology. Like, you better eat what you can and get your, your energy and fucking move on to the Did the people puke? One. Oh, yeah. People had to go to the bathroom. It was fucking disgusting. Yeah, that sounds that's gnarly. the rites of passage. Yeah, so what you're saying is the military is a giant fraternity? You better be man enough to do it. Sounds like a frat. Uh, you know what that story... Re- Seriously, though, the reason I say that is that story that time you just out. told... Time out. yeah. I'm going to keep talking, though, while you time out. Uh, the... Uh, what's it called? One of my friends went in, like... I don't remember. In, like, 2010, I was in... I was at Upstate uh, New York at York University... Or okay. Fredonia. What happened? No, just oh, talking to someone on his live stream on his instagram definitely check it out he's puffing an unlit joint again maybe you can hear it a little bit but my point is that my buddy was telling me that they played multiple drinking games uh where they listened to a remix of roxanne where they had to take shots uh every time roxanne was said like half shots and they had to eat popsicles or something like it was a race to build a popsicle house Okay. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to inspire you to say something, but that that's also valid. Your friends were in the military. I mean, kind of, in the bro military. I don't know if I've ever asked you, did you ever go to college or anything like that? Like, did you... So, uh, fun like, fact, uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I went to scuba diving instructor school on oh. the island of Oahu with uh, in Kailua uh, at Aaron's dive shop i love how you remember everyone's name like that is fucking amazing like i'm well, so bad with to names. you it should be important no you're right i mean that's one thing that i like about going to these open mics is it's made me better at remembering people's names because i hear them said to me so many fucking times yeah probably stop drinking coffee yeah i'll so, stop doing that uh then after that i went to the university of hawaii Okay. Uh, Maui College to become a police officer. I went for my administration whoop, whoop. of justice degree. Didn't complete that. And so I moved to North Carolina to go be there for my firstborn son. 
and went to Wake Tech Community College for health and fitness science to try and be a personal trainer. How'd that go? Terrible. I'm still overweight. Thank you for asking. People don't have to see. <laughs> Uh-oh. What? I think the Amazon man is here. N- no, I think I think no. it's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my roommates are here. <laughs> uh, if yeah, someone's yeah, knocking yeah, at the door, they're waiting on something. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, and no. and these I have such a professional setup. My microphone doesn't pick that up, but maybe your silly little cell phone stream of plagiarism picks it up. Yeah, and good. I don't care about that. Okay. Nobody cares about you. Hey, <laughs> shout out. Hola, prima. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Está bien? Gracias. If you want, you can have it closer so you can read See, you get a Taco Bell. Okay. As you can see, uh, Callahan is fluent in many languages. I know. I say, oh, come to me, Hey. Uh, so <laughs> then I went to, yeah, uh, Wake Tech Community College, and then that didn't work out, so I decided to come chase the sick fantasy of trying to become a professional stand-up comedian. Obviously, it's not working, so I'm not uh, too narcissistic to understand and not naive. Uh, not not. I am naive enough to no. I'm not naive enough to know that I might not make it. So I have to understand that uh, once this August comes around, I will disappear oh. again. Uh, I and I so then I came here to uh, New York Film Academy for okay. the acting school just to test it out i'm yeah. not an actor i just wanted to see what it was like to did you do their whole program it's like two years right a year and a half okay that's nice i was thinking about doing it looks kind of fun oh you gotta have talent oh okay so, then never mind i definitely won't do it sorry mama yeah <laughs> my mom will appreciate all your apologies <laughs> i'm glad that we're talking to her throughout this it definitely doesn't make me super uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> but so you did that for a year and a half and scene yeah did you so is that kind of like a regular production program in a college like did you i don't wh- know i just went to go meet women okay but did you do like the were you focused on the acting part or were there other things like did you I do didn't production meet stuff? one woman uh, okay uh so, <laughs> no, I digress. uh so they just yeah they had other like history of acting and meisner and comedy and improv the the train S- but uh, you were focusing on the acting, so on the acting. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know a lot more people do the production side, and that's what I think I would be interested in doing. But I wanted to ask, like, did you write any scripts, or like, did you have yeah, any they shorts had come us, to life? Yeah, uh, no, absolutely not. It was just oh, a, it's test. a shame. It was just a test stuff in the in the Marine Corps, or in the <laughs> in the school that we were in the at school for, with the yeah. equipment. Because you have like a final test, like our final test for uh, theater acting mm-hmm. was we had to go. We performed at the. Somebody on your phone more important than me? Uh, no, absolutely okay. not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just having my notes open. I'm not. Yeah, no, 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 no that's fine. <laughs> Joe Rogan does that too. So uh, <laughs> uh, we had to perform at uh, the Hudson Theater uh-huh. in downtown LA, and then uh, the Victoria on uh, on Sunset. No, on, on Victoria. On Victoria. Yeah, Victoria Theater on Victoria. Yeah, I'm just Burbank, pretending so. like I know things in LA. Yeah, I don't know shit. And you call yourself an actor. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> it's false accusation, like false advertisement. I am an actor because I'm Background qualified. acting doesn't count. I'm not talking about those gigs, bro. Okay. Tell me one fluffy movie that you've been in. Not a fluffy movie, but I mean, I did Ace a movie. Ventura. I wish I did a movie called Monkey with a Gun in college that I produced. Nobody has ever heard of that. That never made it to the theaters. It's on YouTube. There's three versions of it on YouTube. YouTube is the hackwish.com of <laughs> the buying stuff on <laughs> hackwish.com. 
No, no, no. No, you're right. I mean, it's like a movie, but it's it looks like a movie when you look at it, but then when you actually watch it, you're like, oh, this is fake. This is a piece of shit, and it's made with plastic, and it just broke in my hand. So did you get any awards for Um, yours? I didn't get an award for that, but... At the theater that I was a part of, at, uh, so I went to York University, which had many colleges in it in Toronto, and there was a theater company in one of the colleges called uh, Vanier Theater Company, and they awarded me their Golden Eagle for excellence, and he just dropped the mic and rolled his eyes. I mean, you asked golden if I had ever gotten an award. That's like a golden star next to your name for pushing in your seat they're gonna after put, you left They're going to put my class. name in programs at that theater for the rest of time they're stupid yeah i know but that's still pretty cool shout out to toronto yeah toronto is a great place i also got an award for best experimental film that i made at a small like little award thing at that school too okay plagiarizing Pornhub doesn't count okay, okay. sorry mama <sighs> anyways good for you i guess i mean you asked i wasn't i like, asked, going on this thing but i wanted to ask you there. like about specific like i'm sure you have some inspirations we've talked so about i have it a some college bit. education that's about it to finish that off. okay so i yeah. went to four different colleges and never graduated one that's and, the and joke scene and to scene. quote you yeah uh so what and i want to ask you i'm going to say a name and I want to hear you talk about this name, and then we can talk about other inspirations. But I think you you cherry pick a little bit from this guy. But I plagiarize from Zach Galifianakis all the time. Okay, I wasn't going to mention him. I'm not talking about real comedians. I'm talking about like the underbelly. Ooh, underground. Oh yeah, you ready? Yep. Tom Green. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Come on, man. You know who that is. Yeah, Tom Green's a professional comedian. He started off in stand up comedy before he I got know. in. So I'm, I'm being a hack, like, dude. Yeah. Okay. So what about Tom Green? What What do you think of him? Have you ever seen Freddy Got Fingered? Me and my friends have been going. Yeah, on a kick I watched about it, but it's recently. like it's it's gross, funny, it's stupid, funny. So you know and what? That's a niche for people. You know what makes that movie work, though? I think is that Rip Torn is selling in that movie. May he rest in peace. He's selling that person who is genuinely annoyed with Tom Green. Uh, I don't remember enough of it. To oh, be dude, like, there's a scene where. Tom Green is in the shower for a long time, and Rip Torn's like, hey, "Where's that kid? You know, is he? In, is he waiting? It's fine. It's just this thing." And and he starts like turning off like the hot water and stuff. And Tom Green's in the shower, and he says, "Are you too stupid to tell the difference between hot and cold?" And what happens is he opens up the shower, and Tom Green is in there, uh, wearing his scuba suit, and he says, "Look, Daddy, I found a treasure." And then Rip Torn says. Yeah, my goddamn scuba gear, you imbecile. And then throws him through the glass door. And it's hilarious. He's sitting here in silence, not impressed. As I just repeat and describe a movie. So I enjoyed watching Tom Green and his show of him shoving dildos in people's faces. That was funny. <laughs> uh, What's one of your favorite clips from his show? Because I'm not very familiar with it. I have one clip I can mention, but I, I don't have a whole lot of it. Time out. Time out. Looking at... Your phone. What, what is it? Is someone important worth mentioning on the No, no my podcast? cell phone was uh, telling me that it found a virus and that it killed it. Okay, cool. I didn't know cell phones got STDs. Hashtag corona. But uh, tell me. <laughs> he just gave me a, a slight Mona Lisa smile with his eyes closed. Uh, but but tell me, what, what was one of your favorite moments where Tom Green uh, put a dildo in someone's face? He did some pretty fucking crazy stuff. As if anybody that's listening is interested in what I have to care 
and say what I have to say about and care for about Tom Green. I saw him at the at the comedy store. When? He's a great entertainer. I think a couple of his jokes have been said before. Of course. Uh, I saw him last year in November. Oh, wow. But he just he destroyed. Oh, yeah. He crushed he, that. I mean, at place. this point, dude, he he's borderline master. You know, like a lot of these comedians, like I wouldn't want to insult them by saying, oh, my God, you're fucking perfect, you know, because they would always want to be able to see themselves continuing to get better. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That a true comedian would want to just keep writing and writing like Jerry Seinfeld. I saw him at the Pack in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I got to somebody forgot. Somebody took my seat because I showed up a little late from parking or I was getting high and then uh, uh Somebody took my seat, so I told the usher, hey, somebody's in my seat, and it just so happened that the one seat in the all 3,000 theater-seated theater, uh-huh. the center front row seat was open. They ushered me to that seat. Oh, shit. As I'm walking by, Jerry Seinfeld says, great, welcome, sit down, we already started. <laughs> Gets a huge laugh from everybody from embarrassing me, and I got to watch the man in the limelight for, I think he did it for like an hour and five minutes. That's a long time, man. And uh, and it was just, it, it was like this feeling of like, okay, I'm meant to be here at the right time, and mm. I get to watch one of the greats, Jerry Seinfeld, right there in the center. And he goes on to tell us like, I think, like, during his uh, 40, 45th minute, he's like, you know, I have $830 million in my bank account. I don't need to do this. Wow. Come here and entertain you guys. But I enjoy it. Yeah. And I was like, that's a fucking comedian. And and they then he followed that up. making people with more laughs. And, and just, But he probably followed it up with, and I aspire to hit $840 billion by the end of the week. Well, <laughs> let's fact check to, uh, what's his net worth right I, now. I, I think he's at the one worth, billion. I, I bet you his net worth is in the is a billion. I think he hit the billion. I think uh, he was like the first com- stand-up comedian to hit the billion because of I'm, his TV show, though. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, he's one of the most mainstream. Can you think of anyone who's more mainstream? I mean, maybe Dave Chappelle has come close to his level. Um, The Office. The Office, that's not one person. Oh, yeah. Okay, Seinfeld, net, net worth. worth. He is worth $950 million. So we're pretty close. 50 more million, <laughs> which he will get before he dies. Yeah, absolutely. He will be worth a billion dollar. A billion dollar? Jesus Christ. How much is Dave Chappelle worth? It's going to say yeah. like five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he even makes fun of how Kevin Hart is like bigger than him, but. Wow, dude. 50 million? 50 million. Look at million. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is going to be somewhere stupid. It's going to make me upset. <laughs> 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 yeah, because it's funny when. Oh, <laughs> look that one up after. Kevin, Kevin, Spacey. Kevin Spacey came up underneath. <laughs> We're going to look that up too. Kevin Hart, 200 million. Wow, right, so that, Dave humble. Chappelle. Like and he's that's fucking nuts, he's equivalent man. to like Jerry Seinfeld the way uh, comedians in the world look oh, at him. Yeah, man. I mean, he sells out what every night at the Dave belly Chappelle. room, fifty dollars a ticket, if not a hundred. Oh my god! But uh, and that's why he can't go anywhere. Like Jerry Seinfeld, he could still. He went to the West Side Theater. I saw him, you know, uh-huh. back in this, uh, December last year, and uh, Zach Galifianakis Does was just I, so happened to be in the. I've never the, seen. I mean, I don't go to the comedy store that often. I know I you're weak. Yeah, I am. But uh, I saw I saw Fahim Anwar there recently. I saw him do his hour again. Okay. 
And that guy, I mean, I don't want I wanted to tell you something I heard about the belly room recently, but I just want to okay. mention he blew me away because he did pretty much the same hour I saw because last time he did like an hour and a half. Okay. But he did an opening joke about DC, which is where I'm from, Washington, DC. And it okay. was so effortless and brilliant at the same time. I was like, yes. what the fuck did I not think of that? Right. He said right. so I went to Washington, DC recently. And I went to like all the monuments. And when you do that, that's kind of like seeing your money in concert. <laughs> and I thought that was like, fuck, that's man, that's so good. Yeah, that's a good joke. Yeah. No, Fahim is great. I, w- I personally would like to tour with him if I could be a featured uh, act. Not only for him, but Tom Green, too. Oh, yeah. Callback. But <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, d- does Dave Chappelle really do shows in the belly room often at the comedy store? Because I'll pay 50 bucks to go see him. Well, the last time he did it was $100. And, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he, he did it like three, four weeks ago. In the belly room? Yeah. And, Dude, uh, how many the seats comedy are in there? Store, like 50? Yeah, about 50. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it's, and it's the nice. comedy store, whenever they send out their emails, they'll yeah. often say thank you to so-and-so for dropping in. Uh, like Bill Burr dropped in last week, and then Zach Alphanakis, and then Dave Chappelle, and Martin Yeah, they Martin work Lawrence. in people yeah. all the time. Yeah, well, Martin Lawrence came through recently? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I'm yeah. glad that he's still doing comedy. I saw the new Bad Boys movie. He was excellent in it. I'd imagine. These guys are great. You yeah, know, but They he, paved the way for us. Dude, Martin Lawrence hasn't been in anything in like 15 years. He had a stroke. Did you okay. know that? No, I did not. Dude, what happened was he was walking around L.A., in a leather jacket and he he like overheated and like he passed out oh that's terrible yeah it's really really sad i'm glad that he came back from it like martin drop that coat oh was a jacket uh leather it, coat. it was a leather jacket coat martin drop that coat but uh Shout i out. wanted to i'm sure you've heard this before because uh you're smarter than me <laughs> but <laughs> but do you know where and i found this out last night babies uh, come from Close. Uh, do you know where? I mean, that's kind of a hint if you don't. But do you know where the name of the belly room comes from? Like why it's called the belly room? Yeah, they used to have a whole bunch of Shakiras up there back in the old days <laughs> where they do belly dancing. <laughs> they used to no. practice belly dancing no, up there. Man. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, that's not where it comes from. Yes, it I've is. I've heard this from Bobby from, from Bobby Lee and Joey Diaz. They were talking about it. I randomly found them talking about ghosts, and I kind of wanted to bring this up because I thought it was. I know you're rolling your eyes. I don't fucking believe in ghosts. I've yeah, never. Yeah, there's no such thing. And all the idiots out there making money on TV, like let's go ghost hunting. There's no such thing. It's never existed. There's no proof I mean, anywhere. I mean, it's better than you know anywhere. People, ghosts don't fucking exist. Go get over it. Grow I mean, up and understand reality. I, I, I just appreciate that show that you're talking about, Ghost Hunters, because it shows them sitting in front of their Roto-Rooters truck, and then it changes to a Ghost Hunter. It's like, fuck it, man. Let's get on TV and fix people's plumbing. Yeah. But apparently they were saying, and it's led to like people hearing fucked up things in the belly room, apparently the belly room yes. was formerly a place where they did abortions. Did you ever hear that? No. Isn't that crazy? That's not the truth, though. So, it's and not yeah, the they th- said that the comedy store was haunted, and after Mitzi Shore passed away, it's been haunted. No, it's bullshit. They're just fucking they, around with people. That's so what the it is. stories that they were saying is that there's this one ghost called Gus who wears like a top hat and has like giant eyes that are just a space. You mean Argus Hamilton? I don't know. Maybe. I I I, oh, I prefaced everything you're hearing with I'm I'm an idiot. <laughs> like 
<laughs> so so don't get mad at me for details. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No. 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 Uh, yeah, they've they've done their rumors of that. Oh, it's haunted, but it's fucking not because you don't see the power ever going out at that. Have place. you ever seen the? Well, I mean, like ghosts don't show up when lots of people are there. Everyone knows that, dude. But have you heard the story of what happened to Sam Kennison there? No, educate me for the last five minutes. Uh, apparently he got picked like because apparently comics used to just crash there because the comedy store was like an empty fucking place like it was like tuesdays was like black night apparently back in the day and people would show up and there would be business and then like saturdays but every other day was like an open mic basically but people would crash there at night and apparently sam kennison like some comedian i forget who exactly it was they woke up and sam kennison was floating upside down and take this all with a fucking boulder salt because i don't buy any of it and it's all just fun to me it's, it's stand-up comedians are professional and pathological liars. Man. I have admitted to it. I've found it out. I've learned that that's what my brain does. Noth- you really think some asshole fucking ghost <laughs> is going to pick up Sam Kennison after he's blacked out on the fucking floor? I mean, he was on the stage. So no, maybe, so he was already no, a little higher up. No. Okay, maybe. Come on, dude. Hey, I don't fuck around, okay? I tell you what, I know what I fucking saw. No, okay? Joey Diaz and Bobby Lee are wrong. <laughs> all right, those are all horseshit stories. It's never happened. There's no proof in the history of humanity. Nobody can prove that ghosts exist. Yeah, and uh, just to segue from that, let alone to, Jesus, and to rip off and plagiarize another podcast. Because after they said that, I was like, "Ooh, I want to know more about these ghost stories." But yeah, do you have? That's what uh, they are. You just said it. Stories. Okay, but do you have any ghost stories? No, any? because they don't exist. Okay, what about like any sort of UFO anything? I mean, you were in the military, man. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I personally believe there's there's other things that live outside of our Earth. Oh, of course, and the military that's, that's, have have admitted like there's been things that have flown in. Whether they admit or not, I don't need the federal government to tell me that I believe in something else other than what where we're at. Okay. There's no nobody, no religion or scientific proof have ever been able to prove that there. Is or isn't any extraterrestrials, but I know that th- we can't have just been invented by nothing. Yeah. There yeah. has to be a place that we go, and at least for me and my personal belief system, to believe that there's something cool out there once we move on from this form of human organism. Mm, I don't know, man. F- right, because you're not you're ignorant. Yeah, you, you don't am. have the sorry, mama, but your son doesn't understand life that well yet. <laughs> no, so, I, I'm I'm still just a still little learning. sperm walking around. Developing but, sperm. I mean, there's. I mean, th- I'm gonna reference some sci-fi here, but like sci-fi, fake stuff. That's yeah, what it means. but that speaks to other things, right? No, no, you Ancient don't. Use... Aliens, fake. Well, pfft, that's not the sci-fi I'm talking about. That's fucking horseshit. That's that's memes in the form of a TV show, but I was gonna say that I, nine, eight, seven, seven six, six, five, four, three, two, one. Is it over? Your fuck your yeah, live stream. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna restart it? Time out. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Fuck it. Uh. Well, we're only gonna go for a couple more minutes. 
No, I, I I'm to, cool with whatever. We can do a two-hour podcast. If you want, man. I mean, I said that last time I was recording with Frank. I like to go for an hour, 20 minutes. I think 80 okay, minutes yeah. is healthy. But yeah, yeah, if we fine. start, if we go in 10 minutes, we're rolling down some other ghost hill. <laughs> we're going down it, man. But uh, what was I was going to say, like, you're talking about existence and, like, if there's something else that exists there. Getting yeah. into, like, the most generic, like, white guy podcast topic possible. Yeah. But, you know, here's something I wanted to ask you. Uh, is our robot life, is that real life? Like, is is a robot, like, is that life? No. It's a genetically modified organism that we human beings are putting together. Okay. And and I agree with you, but there's, and I'm referencing really lame stuff. I'm, I'm taking you out of your wheelhouse, okay? I'm going to talk to you about the nerd shit that I like, but. Yeah, no, I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> I know, that's why I brought you on here. I'm not. <laughs> But, uh, the I mean, it's kind of similar to Blade Runner. You know, have you ever seen that movie? No. Uh, you know, where they're robots, but they look like humans. And there's this game called Detroit where it basically, our cell phones have evolved into these robots that look okay. identical to people. Yeah. But here's how the game opens where there's a glitch in the software and the robots <laughs> develop emotions. And they describe it as a glitch that leads to emotions. And my question to you is... Because I asked this on my stream, JHH666 on twitch.tv. Check it out. Hashtag no shame. But uh, if it looks like a human and it feels like a human, how is it not a human? Because of the insides. But It's robots. If you shoot it, there's metal. Yeah, but it still like has memories. And it's Doesn't still... Matter. It's not... It was not formed out of the vagina of a female organism. So isn't that kind of like humanist? Like it's you're being speciesist a little bit. No, you fucking Which, idiot. <laughs> but in, in, but in a way, no. but in a way, like I agree. Like so one of my buddies, no. one of my buddies says, "Go team people all the time," and I, to a certain degree, I agree with that. Like I don't, I don't like the way that people hunt animals. Like I don't care like how good it is for the environment. Like just let those fucking things live. But. I don't know. I think it's an interesting question because, like, if these robots claim to be alive and they feel alive, how are they not? They're not real people, mm -hmm. just like white people. Okay. So white people are robots confirmed. Is that what you're saying? No, because if I did any other race, it would be racist. <laughs> and I'm the nicest <laughs> racist ever. You get the platform of the joke? Yes, I, I totally understand. AI is not real people, just like the Jewish or the blackish <laughs> or the Asianish or that's why I said whitish. No, I, I agree with you. And Good that grief. you know what's funny is this is one of those games where like you can make multiple decisions and you can go down multiple timelines. You know, it's not like a diamond shape where it starts one place and it'll end in another. It's more like it starts at one point and they just like go out in different directions. Does that make sense? Okay, I think that was a nod. I'm not sure. But but my point is is that I played the game with the mindset that you have and the game fucking punished me. It gave me the worst possible ending and I just I thought that was funny. I don't have much of, It's called Detroit Become Human where you play as it's three a different game, world. dude. It's people but, that are making all these creative stuff for idiots out there to play. <laughs> but but it's it plagiarizes film in a lot of ways where imagine yeah, That's fine, but the reality is don't get lost from reality. This is still yeah, but yeah, but reality sucks, dude. No, it that's, doesn't. That's why we escape. Tell me why reality does not suck. 
because in my have reality, you? Donald Trump is president. I know. Uh, abortion yeah. is borderline That's illegal. That's the white in some people places. of America. The those that voted. No, I shouldn't say white people of America. The people that voted for Trump are highly uneducated at the moment time. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how politics. None of our votes actually count. That's just all for the. Just to look cool. Just to look cool. It's like we just got a democracy ju- or something. Yeah, they they have to advertise it on on TV for the world, for our part of the country. Uh, don't forget of the Instagram. And uh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> uh, it, it it's uh, college votes that they the electoral co- college, electoral, yeah. because they are supposedly the smartest of the people that are gonna. Uh, choose collectively in their spots of what's supposed to happen for the future. So it, it's just it's it's mind-boggling to me and my brain and the ignorance of my existence of understanding Earth and how it works that people of America, a vast majority of them, voted for Trump thinking he was in the best interest because he was a white male. Bring and it, that just brought out the the racist in America. Oh yeah, and somebody sure. so another comedian said that's actually good because he was able to uh, expose all the white people. It's in very America. true, but I just I still in in the grand aspect it sucks. Yeah, like I in my book I'm gonna have to teach my kids up until the forty fourth president. Uh, four years went by, nobody knew what was going on. We didn't have a president. Um, in my <laughs> in my book, Trump doesn't exist. I mean, did you hear what he did? This week? No, it I wasn't d- yesterday. I so, guess educate me. Um, I don't remember what the thing was. I can Google the guy's name who he gave the award to, but it's probably one of the most prestigious awards. I sound like a really big fucking idiot right now because I don't know the name of it, but he the awarded- The Medal of Honor. Yes. Is it called the Medal of Honor? Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. So something that has gone to who? It's gone to Rosa uh, Parks. Rush Limbaugh. I, I can't wait till that motherfucker dies of his stupid lung cancer. Yeah. Uh, Rush Limbaugh uh, was awarded that. That's bullshit. That's oh yeah! Fucking bullshit Isn't thing. that crazy yeah. that yeah, this is. this guy who is it's basically it they is, gave it Alex matter. Jones an award like that? Yeah, I know yeah, Alex. Well, uh, Joe Rogan kind of surprised me when he said he loves the guy. But well, I think he loves him like, in in a way like of a friend. But he just yeah, and and because no, Alex he Jones should be fucking uh, arrested or well, both him and Trump should be shot. But <laughs> you heard that everybody. Yeah. In 10 years, five years, if you want to sue me for saying that, by all means. But both these motherfuckers have put people's lives at risk. Yeah. So, yeah, if the, for the sacrifice of other people not getting hurt, I'd rather see uh, Jones and Trump shot, executed in Did front you, of America before anybody else gets hurt. That would be intense. That sounds like something Trump would do, but he's buddies with that guy. So it I just happen. I can't get over how America was okay with him grabbing women by the pussy, saying it. They have all the evidence, I mean, and he's still present. Like, that's not a leader I of mean, the like, world. Before we even got to that, dude, he mocked a handicapped person. Yeah, I remember. And, like, like and that was the end for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Like I, but, I couldn't believe that. That that was so offensive. I was like I I love Right, and that just shows speech, you the ignorance of this part of the country. This country, this particular part of the earth called the United States of America, which is separated states of America, obviously. USA. It it, it no longer is what we became to be known for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, and so I as a US Marine am embarrassed to call myself that. That's why I don't really talk about much of that on stage. I'm I'm morally and ethically embarrassed, and I have to take that with me to the grave. But in the grand scheme, and that's why I say I'm a nobody, because nobody really cares. If if people cared what I thought, 
all my videos would be viral right now, and I would be talk, uh, talking shit to President Trump in his face, uh, standing on the podium right now. Yeah, well... I could run this country fucking ten times over. I mean... Easily. Dude, both of the dogs that we saw come into the room today could run the country better <sighs> than Trump. <laughs> like, well, I was trying to be realistic, but okay. I mean, that's not a high... Bo- I mean, I would rather, like, three yep. children sitting on each other's shoulders in a trench coat as our president. Like, at least that would be a real adult as far as I'm concerned. Iron Man could run this country. Well, yeah, dude. Which version of Iron Man? Have, have you seen those Marvel movies? I've never asked you about that. My my guess is a hard no. Uh, Yeah, it's Marvel. What's okay. wrong with you? I don't know, dude. Everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> so back to, uh, yeah, it's crazy how Dave Chappelle's only worth $50 million, Kevin Hart's worth $200 million, and then you got Jerry Seinfeld, the wannabe Jewish guy is worth nine hundred and fifty million. Who is he the most valuable comedian? Is there yes. anyone in who I could look up who would be worth more? Nobody. I'm gonna look ask, up Ask Doctor Google. Uh highest net worths. Of stand up comedian. Yeah. Stand up comedian with the most net worth. Okay, hold on. Talk to the people. Well, All right, people. So just so you know, like, yeah. I, I remember when Trump was running for president and like Black people were getting beat up and shoved at a lot of these rallies and whatnot and shot and killed. I was like, fuck that. You're, you're shooting black people over the president? I mean, The president yo, should have been shot. That's Eric, what hurt. Eric Garner was selling cigarettes, okay, that he did not own. I know. I'm not so, talking about- So that merits choking him out on the corner and yeah, killing him. Yeah, but that him. has nothing to do with Trump's rallies. That has to do with that, black that, people that. being fucking abused. Highest okay. earn does that count? It's not giving me net worth. Highest earn earning stand up comedians of twenty nineteen. Of course. Well not twenty nineteen. Overall. I mean that didn't come up, but I'll 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 put in the word you overall. See, because Forbes brings up Kevin Hart and uh, as much as he's a high paid comedian and a high profile individual, Jerry Seinfeld's still worth more than him. By a far, Jim, Jim Gaffigan, Gaffigan just showed it doesn't have just a raw. Okay, so number ten in 2019 uh, was Aziz Ansari. Yeah, it I doesn't matter him. about 2019. It's overall. Okay, Trevor Noah, Jim Gaffigan. Wow, look at that, Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld's not going as hard as Kevin Hart. He doesn't have to. That's the thing. He's well, yeah, he's nine hundred and fifty million. <laughs> Yeah, nice. And he can go out to Westside Comedy Theater and the Comedy Store, and nobody's gonna bug him. Oh yeah, uh, I think some <clears> people <throat> would. But okay, top ten richest comedians. There you go. Larry David. Larry David is number one. Wait, how did Jerry Seinfeld get eight hundred fifty million when we just saw nine hundred? This must be million. like an old thing. Yeah, like a couple years outdated. But it's Doctor Google. Enough. What the frick? Uh, Bill Murray. Is he a comedian? Yeah. Does Bill Murray do stand-up? He started stand-up. Oh, my God. I bet he's fucking amazing. Dan Aykroyd. We're, I mean, we can talk about him if you want. That guy. I don't I know. I enjoyed man. watching him I, I mean, up, I, so. dude, I think Ghostbusters is Cone the original. Ugh, dude, one of the better SNL movies. I think that Wayne's World slightly tops it. But Dan Aykroyd's amazing. It's just that. Have you heard what he said on uh, Larry King that one time? No. After 9-11, aliens are never going to come interact with us. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't kidding, but uh, I, think that that that, I think that's that funny. Drew Carey, former active duty Marine. That was when he was in the Marine Corps, that picture on the right. Oh, wow. So, I, yeah. Good looking guy, you know, there, right there, United wait, States Marine Corps. Drew and Carey, the, the fat guy? Yeah. 
dude. Price is Right, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and, and he was also, a stand-up comedian. I mean, also the host of one of my favorite shows of all time, Whose Line Is It Who's Anyway? Line it? That was great. Yeah. <sighs> I would love to see Drew and even the rest of the gang. Yeah. I'd love to tour with any of these. So like Ed, uh, Jamie Foxx and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy supposedly is making a comeback. Can you imagine how the all these comedy clubs are going to sell it just like as if it was Dave Chappelle? Uh, to see him, and I would, I would love to. I've tried, I tried tweeting Jamie Foxx like, if you ever need a shitty, racist opener, I would love to have a feature for you. But did he block you or did he respond? I got rid of my Twitter because I had so many racist rants on there. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I tell told you, I'm joke. the nicest racist you'll ever meet. But I mean, I love all races. Like that's the beautiful thing about life. So. I hate asking this of people, but uh, and I've never been able to ask you this. But That's fine. Can, can you name drop anyone who like you've you've interacted with in this world of comedy? Like who you know? Like do you have any connections out here? Like cause no, absolutely not. Okay, because I the I only mean, person he, that's taken a chance with me is Mikey McKernan. He took me on the road to be a feature act twice. Oh, nice. And uh, Mikey McKernan is an up and coming comedian. Look him up on Instagram. He's gonna up be and huge. coming. He's already he's up he's and still coming. up and coming. Well, He's 11 years into it. So. Yeah, but he's up and coming because no one has heard of him. Hmm. All of Los Angeles has heard of him. Okay. Some of them. <laughs> I don't want to do this podcast anymore if you're not going to think of Mike McCurney as a I, I think he's amazing, dude. Uh, I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, he's he's he's, he's overdue. Yeah. And... Uh, and he, uh, there's a handful of comedians I feel could have been at the comedy store already, as far as like. Oh sure. Uh, if if Willie Simon wasn't uh, at um, Hollywood Improv, him, Channel of Forge, Mikey McKernan, Fonto. Uh, I mean, someone who's within our circle, I would feel very pompous calling him my friend because I've only talked to him a couple times. But okay. uh, Dylan Sullivan, he just oh had Dylan a, Sullivan, yeah, he yeah. just got a pretty big break. Yeah, yeah, good like, for him. Like yeah, I I watched him when he first came, and that's why he was doing that joke about flappers, and it was just, he's great. No, he's definitely somebody that's earned it, and he's on his way to the top because he's fucking funny. Yeah, he's just naturally funny. He's come from hardships. Mm-hmm. So I can see that I've known him for enough time to, uh, to know and watch his progress. Did I, you see I his uh, his set on uh, David Spade's Lights Out? Uh, no, 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 no. It I was it was great. Said, I mean, yeah, I'm I, sure I, you've heard that heard it all before. Oh yeah, well I saw all the celebration like mm-hmm. Alice Hamilton, another great comedian. Oh yeah, she's, she's working. She's really she's in funny. development and she's developing really well. I've seen her crush several times at the comedy store. But Dylan Sullivan, no, I'm totally happy for him. Uh, unfortunately, like recently, I just uh, we were walking by at, at the Flappers, and mm-hmm. like I was giving him and Cooper Lighton some shit for coming in, and they just so happened to both get their names called out of the bucket. But it's like I was just fucking around. But uh, as we were walking by, I went to go back to sit in my seat. Uh, like I brushed up against him and <laughs> breathed on him. Uh, fucking around, and, uh, and what he, he turns to me, he's like, "Don't do that." And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> you know? Which taught me, kind of like Arshafir, like there's a line to not be crossed with people. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love messing around with people, you know, no hard feelings to him, but he taught me to learn. Hey, you know, there's there's a space where you can't sure, cross it. I, I and mean, I was man enough to be like, "Hey, Dylan." Uh, the next time I saw him at Hollywood Improv, I sent him a DM as well, like, "Hey, uh, I apologize professionally." 
I don't want to lose you as a friend. Please don't think less of me. I hope you can forgive me in this lifetime. And I know not to do it again uh, out of the comfort zone of not, you know, being able to do things like that. And what do uh, you say? And he was like, yeah, no, that that's totally fine. Yeah, he's, but, he's a uh, cool guy. He's very approachable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, you got no, it. it's <laughs> he finally, he got his break. And that was cool to see a lot of these comedians get their breaks. Like, But I'm uh, uh, not to digress, it's just there's a handful of comedians that I feel could are more deserving of opportunities to be either paid regulars or doormen at the comedy store. Uh, uh, a quarter of their guys are not that effective. Uh, right now, they still need to go develop at open mics, but it just hurts because I see other credible comedians up and coming that deserve the spot more than some of these guys. And it's a very interesting thing for me to reflect on and be like, oh, okay, so some of these comedy clubs will book non-funny comedians but for what reason or they uh, have the clout they have like people will come and buy their no, tickets no they, no they won't that's that's why it's like why what makes that individual so much better than the other individual that i see grind away like again with fonto or mikey or chino it's like <sighs> i see fonto crush again and again and what's again. fonto's full name i uh, can't remember it's probably he just goes by fonto is that the name that yeah. he goes by yeah oh i've seen i know that guy yeah yeah okay there you go yeah i know who that is oh uh, he he's definitely could should be at the comedy store yeah i mean uh, mikey should have been at the comedy store dude, but it, it's all a crapshoot but it's it's all about persistence and and i've learned mm, no that's that's uh, persistence in your own development sorry to cut you off but no it's fine there's also talent that goes into oh, it well duh i mean that goes because look saying. at dylan sullivan dylan mm-hmm. he's oh, i think he's only four years into it if anything yeah. uh but he's just naturally got that part of the brain that sees the world in a funny way mm-hmm. i wish i had a brain But continue, and, please. Uh, and that's where he's one of the deserving comedians to be entertained. He's somebody I would go pay the two-drink minimum, the ticket, and to go watch. Mm-hmm. That two-drink minimum at the comedy store, they, they change their rules, and it annoys me. Just a little aside, I was pissed that food doesn't count towards your two-item minimum. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of, uh, at whack. least at, I think at Laugh Factor. No, maybe they don't. But some, some comedy clubs will consider their food as a... Two as item minimum. Yeah, that's what it should be. Two should. item minimum, not two drink minimum. Yeah. But people that, and that's why it's like. I don't need I, two $8 water bottles. Right. So that's where, you, unfortunately, you have to do the thing where you don't uh, leave a tip. Yeah. And I used to be in that business I, and I, mean, I thrived I, on tips, but yeah. that's it's still not a necessity to, you got me two drinks and I'm going to leave I a tip always, on that. No. I always leave but, something just because okay. I know Good how for you. shitty it is. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, I I just I can't do that anymore mm-hmm. in this in this climate. So uh, no hard feelings to anybody that gets butt hurt and hears this and says, "Oh, I'm a weak ass for not tipping." Oh well, <laughs> that's uh, that's your company's problem for upping the prices so high. Strong words. So, uh, the No Friends podcast endorse tipping endorses tipping people. Just, yeah, he just does. To be clear. I just personally don't do it. Uh, so 
Yeah, four hundred thirty million. That's all gone away because he was raping women. That yeah, sucks, uh, for I context, used to look up to Bill. Oh yeah, for context, I was scrolling down the list of uh, highest net worth for comedians, and Bill Cosby came up. Why don't we talk about little Bill when, like a little bit? Because you know, I mentioned Bill Cosby talking to my buddy Christian, who I hope you'll meet one day, comic mm-hmm. book guy. Okay. And uh, we were talking about Bill Cosby. We were talking about one of his specials, the one he did. Where it was about him and his his friend going to sleep. I forget what it was called. It was called like go to go to bed or something. But my point is, is that he was one of those clean comics who could really pull it off and like never cuss. But now, you know, I mean, yeah, you find Jim out he's a scumbag. So Jim Jeffries already did that joke. Yeah, like people want to wanted to go see a wholesome, clean stand up comedian like Bill Cosby, who rapes people. <laughs> Or a shitty person like myself, Jim Jeffries, speaking of himself, talking about rape, but never hurting anybody in a day in his life. So, I mean, Bill Cosby, he's still in jail, right? Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's for life. It it sucks because I grew up as a human organism loving Bill Cosby and watching him entertain me. His heart, his soul resonated with me as a child growing up. And to to learn this and the women that came forward and uh, they had evidence proving it. Well, fuck, now my brain and heart is rattled on how much I love this guy to find out that he's done this dirty shit. Yeah, he's a poser. He's he's pretending. I mean, he's the ultimate comedian in a way because he was lying, right? Yeah, that's what we do. And that's why I, I'm learning early on at five years in, five plus years in, <laughs> that on. I'm a professional and pathological liar. And that's One of the best. My gratitude. And that's what makes me vastly different and unique compared to the rest of you little guys. So, no. <laughs> um, but, you know, why do you think that, and this may be a little bit forward of me to ask, but, like, why do you think that they haven't, like, booked you at the HaHa or something, like some of these smaller clubs? Because I, I looked into the HaHa last night after the open mic. I was yeah. like, I mean, the guy was doing well, but I was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. And a lot of the people, like, the whole room was full. There's about 200 seats in there. No one really cares who they're going to see. They're going to stand-up comedy as another form of escape. Why do you think that they, they haven't, like, taken a chance on you? Like, uh, One, uh, Jack Asadorian, the owner, and his uh, wife, Terry mm-hmm. Asadorian, they privately own that place. So they can book who and whoever yeah. they want at any time. Uh, and it seems Terry, like they like you around there. That's why Terry doesn't hasn't really been introduced. Nobody's yeah, yeah, yeah. introduced me to Terry, or Terry has. Sh- Wait, I, is that I, the owner with the mustache? No, uh, that's Jack Asadorian. Oh, the wife Terry. She's uh-huh. the booker. She's the oh. main booker. She will get word from her son Jack Junior. Is Ren- that the Renee. guy who was hanging out with us that one open mic? Probably. He really goes there. Oh, okay, because yeah. I thought that was the guy who booked people. That's what they were telling. That's what you were saying. I thought that the guy there who was there was like four of us left, and one of oh the yeah, guys so that's another guy, Renan mm-hmm. Vaca. Today's his birthday as well. As well, he's celebrating at the Haha. So awesome. go I mean, I'll be there tonight. I'm going to an open mic probably at uh, at five o'clock at the Acme. Or should I should I just go to the Haha today twice? I don't care. You interrupted me. Oh, so. sorry. <laughs> So I guess I'll do that. Maybe I'll hit three. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, yeah, go. You do your thing. You got to learn. You got to develop. Every comedian develops. Like Chino LaForge was telling me at the beginning of my presence into comedy, he was like, "Remember, Callan, every comedian develops at their own speed." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay, 
I and I remember that. But coming out here and seeing a whole bunch of comedians that are eight, nine years into it and above me, and yeah. then they still go up there with their narcissism, but come out with failing, bombing. It's like, all right, you know what? Maybe they, st- maybe it takes them eight, nine years to get. So into it. I don't want to say the name of this comedian, but he has his own brand of hot sauce, and I thought he was very funny. But I was just starting; like I'd been doing comedy for a couple months. And I was just, like, trying to talk to him about it, you know, like, just being casual about it. And then, like, it kind of came up in the conversation. I was like, well, you know, like, I just started and I've I've been acting my whole life. He's like, man, either you got it or you don't. You know, some people, like, they can't figure out. But if you can't do it within a year, drop it. And I thought that was, like, pretty intense, man. One, he might have a point. Two, your narcissism obviously uh, directs us away from what I was trying to talk about because <laughs> you had that other question of like what keeps me from getting booked. Sorry, at man. I, I at the finish, No Friends podcast, we keep the ball rolling however I fucking feel like okay, it. Okay, boss cause, man. Because this is my show. It's the Green Julian Hemmendinger time show. I know, show. but people want to know about my narcissism. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, I'll give I you get... shit because it's called attention to detail and now I can do that <laughs> because my brain can recognize Zing. it. So back to your friend. Uh, no, I personally, maybe after 10 years, if you can't get it, maybe it's time to look into something else. But then again, I don't, who am I to tell anybody that they can't follow their dreams? Uh, it just gets the reincarnation of Andy Kaufman. No yes, thank you very much. Uh, so, but, and it's hard. It really is hard to see some of these cats, like, go again and again and again. It's like, Ian Russo, please, please, <laughs> brother. I love you, and I wish the best for you, but Man, stand-up ho- comedy is not your thing. No I, hope he, I hope he listens to this, but why do you say that? He He's won't. made me That's laugh that. before. Uh, don't look at me like that, man. He's made me laugh. Okay. He's made you laugh. That doesn't mean he's meant to be a stand-up comedian. He doesn't, like you said, have it. But Some people have this it factor. Mm-hmm. You don't think that he has Absolutely it? not. And there's his development... Been here three years in LA. Uh-huh. I've seen him for three years. Uh huh. What? He's been out here. How long has he been out here? Three, four years, maybe. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I and his mom is new. like, I guess, also like a, a well-known actress or whatever in New York or whatever. So, oh. so he's him not riding like, her coattails very well. Right. So, <laughs> not to talk smack. Like, I hope he eventually gets it. But three years that I've seen him here, not one open mic, not one show has he ever crushed or killed. I mean, and uh, that, and I, I wanna, I'd like to help him, but he's also got to learn on his own. It's not my responsibility to True. help all of you and try to help. And I care for the guy, but uh, he's he's in a self awareness or in st- stuck in his own self. That's what we do. We get stuck in our own self narcissism, uh-huh. and nothing else is gonna fade us. So I, I hope one day, I, I hope he gets funny one day, so I can laugh. But until then. <laughs> He's just, that's why he's not getting booked anywhere. I, I mean, I don't think he's getting booked because I think, like you're saying, he's still figuring it out. But I think, right. see, I would never, like, I don't talk shit about these comedians out here because. You and I, I just did it for an hour y- plus. So. No, but I ain't shit is my <laughs> point, dude. Like, it's, I, I look up almost to Ian Russo because I, I respect him a lot, but I don't love all of his material. Like, there's definitely times where, like, I'm like, all right, dude, stop this. But. I think you are right that maybe he is too full of himself because I, he's trying just to just a that, little, just a little. That bit. whole like I'm in L.A. eight and he's like I'm not joking. First of all, I hate when people say that when you're yeah. obviously joking. If it's a joke, obviously it's a good. It, that's a good joke. But like, 
how many other comedians do the same thing? Honestly, you want to hear something funny? I don't know if I've told no, you this yet. No, because I want to go back to my narcissism. So the reason the <laughs> Ha Ha Comedy Club doesn't book me is because Terry yeah. doesn't really know who I am, and I don't think any of the guys have taken the time to be like, hey, Terry, can I sit down and talk to you? There's this guy, Callahan Welsh. He's been training here for three years. He has, for a year and a half, he took the last spot nearly every single time, every Which day. Which you shouldn't and do. No, if you're a true comedian, you should do. Because if you're super funny and you believe in yourself, you can make all the tired people at the end laugh. Yeah, and, and I agree with you 100%. Yeah, it's just so then that don't know. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's, but that way... A real like comedian can, goes to the end. It's plain just, and simple. It's just a fuck you to everyone else's narcissism in a way. No, it's because, not. Well, I'm saying that because like some comedians probably haven't ever seen you go up. And because they're just so full of themselves, they come in and then they fucking leave. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that, ooh, got me thinking about something. I don't yeah, know the guy's fine. name, but I would talk fucking shit right now because this fucking guy, and I don't, this is the one thing that pisses me off about the Ha Ha Comedy Club. There's like regulars there who, like, it seems like their names don't get pulled out of the bucket and they just get to go up. And there's this one fucking greasy car salesman looking guy. This, this short fucking dude, he just walks in. Like at around like nine thirty or something, he just goes up, and the reason why I'm I don't like the guy is he does not respect the fucking light, and that shit drives me nuts. You you probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Callahan Welsh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that you don't also shit. respect the light, but it's also eleven <laughs> o'clock when you go up, and <laughs> and, you and I'm the pay. only comedian that actually can count down sixty seconds. And never runs the light. But why do you think people do that? Like what narcissism, th- ego. But like, if no one's laughing, like I didn't even. They're self-centered. I was so annoyed that he was ignoring the light like that. Like that. This was the first time I didn't even applaud for the guy it's after. Part, I was it's like, fuck him. Yeah, it's part of the brain that tells us we think we're bigger than what we are, and because of social media, that's another platform to make us think in a third person that we're something bigger than we are. That a lot of these individuals would just, they get in their head thinking that they are something bigger than they are, and they're not. And that's why it's hard. It's like Ian Russo, good guy. Not that effective enough to be booked, but and 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 eventually he will find it. I'm, I'm hopeful of it I to be on a positive will. side. But three years I've seen here, I've been here, uh, I've not seen him be the the development to being funnier I mean, than ever. I mean, so. I don't, another person, again, bad with names, and I wouldn't want to say this guy's name, but I remember one of the first time I went to Flappers, I saw this guy do one of these sets where it was, like, similar to your shtick, where, like, he was, like, trying to be, like, nervous, but he was talking the whole time, and it wasn't, it bombed really hard, and someone leaned over to me, I believe it was uh, this guy Colin, and he was, uh, he said to me, he's like, I've been coming here for three years. And this was in November of 2017, he said, or 2018. He said, I've been coming here for three years, and this guy has been doing the exact same set. And I was like, that's insane. Because for my first year of comedy, and I'm still doing this, I always switch it up. Like, I, I, the idea of going out there and doing the same shit every night, like, I know that's what you're supposed to do. And, it's, and I do repeat mm. some material to a certain degree, but just seeing that someone could get stuck like that, I think that's kind of scary. But to have like some sort of happy ending on this, like I saw him like on because on Instagram, all these places where you go to these open mics and you pay five, three bucks for your time. They'll they'll do a boomerang for you on Instagram. And someone said I saw that guy out there and it said, ha ha, he's so funny. So 
maybe he's made progress to say something positive. And this is where, you know what, it just triggered me to remember comedy subjective. Yeah. So Ian Russo is funny. To someone. To me sometimes. I'm I'm not always funny. I've seen people in the audience that are just like, uh, this guy's a hack. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. And I remember the other night there was some guy looking at that. But that guy is a fucking hack, dude. Like, and th- and <laughs> I've seen fine. his set. That's fine. That's fine. Like, not again, not to say that I'm better than anyone, but when you have this attitude on your face of, like, what the fuck is this? And, like, you're just, like, you need to, it's like when you watch a movie, you know? Like, you can't say, like, man, I was bored, I pulled out my phone. It's like, dude, the filmmaker did not intend for you to have the experience of having your phone in your fucking hand while you're staring into the rectangle for 90 minutes, you know? Either let them give you the experience they designed or fuck off. True blood. Yeah. And true crip. Got to keep it L.A., bro. And you're wearing blue. <laughs> I wear blue because I love it. It's uh, the color of the ocean and sky, and they reflect each other. Yeah. It's the coolest color in this world. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that would be kind of a nice place to end, don't you? No. So the reason okay, why the ne- Ha Ha Club doesn't book me is either uh, r- Terry hasn't seen me uh, and because both Rene Vaca and John Brickley have both told me that they want they were going to book me, they never did. I can only think that they're uh, worried that I'm too funny. Uh, so wait, it's it's not the guy who works the door with the mustache. That's not the guy no, who books. It, I'm trying to follow. I'm so well, bad with but names. you can't. Yeah, that's what uh, you have to learn. You have to start remembering. So Jack, stupid brain, Asadorian, exactly. He he had the owner, Jack. Mm, yeah, Jack. he's got a mustache. Mustache and a ponytail. Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's... No, it's fine. It's just one of my roommates coming through, or friends of a roommate. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Ignore us. We're recording a podcast. The mics won't pick you up. It's all good. No, it's all well, good. We're not no important problem. enough. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> False advertisement. Yeah, they said it sounds great, which is great. Um, But, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know exactly who it is that you're talking about, because I thought that the guy who's in all the pictures on the walls at the haha that was the guy who was working the door. Yeah, he works his own door sometimes. Okay. so and He's the owner of the club. But, I mean, that's crazy, though, but he's not- It's char- a privately owned. But he's not the guy who books people. No. He'll allow, like, he has a lot of celebrity drop-ins. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, you were there when uh, Damon Wayne's Jr. and Sr. came to- Practice twenty minutes. What? Yeah, they they come train there quite often. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's insane. I've seen them three. Insane. I've seen. Uh, I've even hosted. Uh, brought up. Uh, Damon's Wayne Jr. Uh, at the outside open mic because he just wanted to try really? ten minutes worth of material. There was yeah. a guy. Very humble. Very cool. I'd love to uh t- tour with them if they ever needed a shitty open micer, but. Uh, anyways, there's a guy who comes through. I've noticed to the outside, and I can't tell if he's a security guard or if he's like someone's security, or if he's like, like at the haha, he'll come out there in like a black suit. Okay. Like I feel like he told people to stop smoking one time, but other than that, he looks like like he comes out and he watches people sets, and it was it's almost like he's fishing for talent. Yeah. No. Hello. Welcome. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My roommate was okay. just telling me that she's going to commit a crime and needs to get some <laughs> materials for it. That's fine. Uh, do you want to say hi into this microphone before you leave? <laughs> Narcissism. Hi, this is Hannah. I'm committing a crime. Do you want to say your Instagram? So that people 
followers. Oh, Instagram sure. stuff. My Instagram is at Hannah Cat underscore underscore underscore. There's and only two people watching this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them are right here. <laughs> Thanks for that Sorry, setup, Hannah, man. We're not gonna we're not gonna follow you. <laughs> Our feelings. No, no, she's nice. I, I feel very lucky to have the roommates I do. But to continue on with what we were talking about, I think it's just it's it's crazy to me, man, that you haven't. But can you treat my uh, my stuff no. nicer? Thank you. This isn't the haha where you bought the mic stand, okay? <laughs> like I <laughs> I bought these fucking wires and they cost ten dollars each and they're sensitive as fuck and I don't have backups yet. So, but when I do get backups, I'll make sure to bring you on and you can do all the hacky stuff and make the microphone your penis. Thankfully, that is your microphone cover. Uh, but uh, I I don't know, man. I think that. I think you need to keep at it because I think like one of these days you're going to get like who was in the audience once who almost saw you. It was not Taylor Swift. It was uh, Keisha. It was Keisha. Kesha. Kesha. Kesha with dollar sign in her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were telling me she almost saw she you. She was at the flapper. She was at the 730 show. I was at the nine o'clock. So that's a bummer. But that's the thing. People come out, you know, you never know who, what a director, producer, casting director is going to come and see. Like, I was at the North Carolina Comedy Festival, and who was in the audience just losing their mind? Nyla Durrani, casting producer for America's Got Talent. Really? She came up to me immediately after and said, I need to talk to you outside. Really? Yeah. She didn't even bother looking at the other comedians that were after me. The next two, she didn't even bother going. And she just wanted to know anything and everything about me. Because uh-huh. I was just vastly unique. And it, she said, I've never seen anybody do that before and ever in history of comedy. I was like, cool. Have you ever right. thought about auditioning for America's Got Talent? Like, I Did know. there have been that? Really? How'd that go? So uh, Nyla last year, she told me for this new season coming up this year, uh, th- she wanted me to, she wants to, cast me she wants to sell me she wants to get me up on that stage she showed a, a video clip that she recorded and sent to her main producers uh-huh they said yes but we i had to minus the balloon bit and the cannabis bit uh-huh so uh i had to send i had a month to send her from november to december before i moved to or went back home to hawaii on december 16th i had a month to send her a video of me doing my th- more thank yous or like uh-huh's and uh, I just I didn't get a chance to get a room that had a good quality because it's all open mics and trying to make comedians is laugh is the toughest thing to do. And so uh, trying to get a tape where people are laughing, that was impossible. Flappers wasn't booking me and nowhere else was booking me. So, well, um, I have I mean, I'm if myth. you ever want to. So America's Got Talent. Yes. I'm, I'm going to try and ask her if she can still sell me somehow and let me just get a chance to audition. But if it doesn't yeah. happen, it doesn't happen. I just keep working at it until I get my break. But if not, I only have until. So how did that guy so at the HaHa who works there but doesn't work there, how did he get to go up for? Uh, uh, yeah, so we, we have another mutual friend who also works in the stand-up comedy community. And uh, he, he started venturing into stand-up, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's also working for America's Got Talent. Uh, and He just uh, auditioned the other day. No. Jamie is a casting producer oh, for America's person. Got Talent. He told Corey, Corey, that's his name, Corey Hogger, to come out and audition, mm-hmm. and then he would get him uh, in front of the line of everybody else at the cattle call that was in Pasadena, mm-hmm. and he took him and he did his ninety seconds, and then he left. Yeah. And he said that when he did it, there was only ten people really in the room with him, and yeah, a they, bunch they of them were, s- yeah, but a bunch of them were singers who forgot their words. Yeah. 
That's why people. That's people. When it comes to talent, are not vastly. People don't understand the work enough and have self awareness of thinking. Oh, I I might not be this good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that that's uh, a harsh reality that you need to go through. I think and and learn. I mean, it's part of like becoming a good performer. I think it is. Like and I had a moment in college when I was doing this melodrama, and I thought I had peaked. I thought I knew everything there was to know about acting. And and I realized that that skill or knowledge or whatever, it's not there's no ceiling to it. it. It's a glass roof, if anything, that you need to break through and just keep rising and keep learning. And I remember having a breakthrough at two in the morning on the floor in that theater where I was I was playing this villain, dude. And it was it was a huge like accomplishment for me. And I felt a lot of growth. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. And I, I agree with you. Yeah. Is someone yes. time out? No. Okay. <laughs> time in. Uh, hashtag plagiarism, copyright, trademark. Did I forget anything? Trademark, copyright, all rights reserved. All rights fucking reserved. Uh, but yeah, I think that you could be able to find your place on America's Got Talent, dude. And what I was going to say before you interrupted me continuing your narcissism, which I interrupted, uh, with this equipment, man, uh, I can record clean audio of you. So if you ever need a place like to record, like I'll let my roommates know. I'll be like, hey, uh, uh, just need the space for like 20 minutes, and you can like just set up anywhere in here, like right there against the wall, and then you can just film yourself and do your bits. No, thank you. Okay, yeah. I thought that was a lame offer anyway. Yeah. Who cares? But, mm. I mean, I think you'll find, like, your tape, and it, you'll find a good enough one, right? And they'll, they'll You need take to it. have good quality sound and people laughing. Who the hell is coming over here to laugh? We can get a couple people. No, dude. It's got to be a comedy club. Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm thinking like a filmmaker. Yeah. Sorry. Thinking about I'm just sorry. making yeah, it all you're, perfect. You're junior to learning. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a junior student. <laughs> but uh, I was going to, what was I going to say? Because what is your opinion on the whole, oh, your live video paused. Do yes. we need to time out or is it good? No, it's back. Okay. But the thing I was going to say is like, talk. can you talk about America's Got Talent? Like, can we, can we kind of talk a little smack about them or is it no comments? No, whatever. Because what is your observation on it? I think that there's a lot of hacks. I think that there are people. It's America's Got Talent. That's the whole pur- I know, purpose but is to give the public the chance to think that they're good and they're not. I know, but there's lots of times where like, I see a video where like some little girl will come out and like sing amazingly. Or what was the name of the woman who, who was like kind of older and then she ended up singing opera and people in the audience were cr- crying. Like She was actually amazing, you know? And like she made a career for herself, and even like I'll name another good one before that I become very. Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, sure, and I guess the UK is just that much smarter than us. <laughs> and and just to like you know not be too negative about it, like mention one more positive. Like I was gonna say, do you know I think Pete the Dragon? I think he goes by. He's a comedian. Piff the Piff. Magic Dragon. Piff the Magic Dragon. I'm Great. So yeah. Great comedian. Yeah. I totally agree. He feeds his dog hot dogs on stage in mm-hmm. Vegas. I didn't go see him when I was out there, but Leo. I have mad respect for him. I, I really like him, too. Okay. But here's the other end, the other side of this uh, fucking coin, if you will. Uh, tape face. Do you know what that is? Love it. You like that guy? That was great. That's it's the not, magic But of there's it. nothing clever about that. 
Speaking of Nyla. Hey, Nyla. No, Whoever. she's good. Uh, Nyla Dorana, she's the cast of producer for America's Got Talent. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Tate Face. I'll say it anyway. It's just because he has oven mitts and like he's just making, it's just, it's a lot of like, ooh, I'm, I'm making faces. Yeah. You know? And like more That's power thing, to him. Like in a way, I respect his hustle, but like, I saw it at first time. I was like, "Oh, that's funny," and then I was like, "Oh, that's that's all he does." And like, I don't know. <laughs> Just slapped his belly for those <laughs> listening. If it came through, I don't know. <laughs> so no, I personally love Tape Face, uh, and I unfortunately, without even knowing, I plagiarized uh, a thing he did. He pulled one of the, uh, and I was gonna do that if I got on America's Got Talent. I was gonna pull all four of the uh, judges on stage with me. Uh huh. And hand him a uh, little cheer pom poms. And he did that. Cheer. He already, yeah. He pulled up one of the, uh, I think, uh, uh, the model. Uh, he pulled her up on stage and gave her little pom poms to shake and celebrate when he did something or whatever. And so I was just like, ah. So I had to throw away my pom poms because I can't do that. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to repeat people's material. But I've seen yeah. you post about Steve Martin doing that same juggling bit as another guy. I mean, it. it Parallel thinking is yeah. a thing that I had to accept when I started comedy because that was my biggest fear, man. I don't yeah. know if I've told you. Yeah, this. Yeah, I yeah. just I was worried that I was going to go up there and I would think I was hot shit and I would just repeat some shit. Like the idea of me going up there and regurgitating someone's shit that makes me want to die, dude. Goofy. Okay, but like <laughs> I'm I'm doing my own Disney spin on characters it. from years ago. How many comedians before we were even invented as sperms that have been doing that before you came along? I know, but that's the thing is like it's just like film. Everything has been done. You have to reinvent it in your own way. No, you, that's why you have to be unique. <laughs> that's impossible today. You can't really? be it, the idea, like Tinder, wasn't invented until 2012. Yeah, but what uh, else was invented before? Okay, Cupid. Before it, that, uh, bars, <laughs> right? Before that, uh, uh, oh, speed dating events. Before that, uh, 80s, 70s, 60s, cocaine meeting events. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So, ten, no jokes were ever done about Tinder until it was a dating app that was invented. Now you had eHarmony and mm. uh, Match.com and all these other social oh, media platforms. Oh, I'm an idiot. I see the, what you're saying now. But before the 2000s and before, because Tinder came out 2012. Mm -hmm. It was invented 2012. No jokes could have been said before that about it. I bet the so week that's why it came out, it. people were making jokes about it. About what? About Tinder. Yeah, like the it, day it came comedians out. before you and I invent uh, again. I didn't start until 2014. Mm -hmm. So all the comedians that started making jokes about Tinder when it came out in 2012. Yeah, that's 2012, 2013. That's two and a half, two years before I even started. So of course there's jokes that have been said before then. And mm. what are new newbies doing nowadays? So I was on Tinder the other day, and uh, I see all these people that call themselves influencers. Waka Put waka. It, yes. It's like, uh, that's another thing, like influencers. Like, wasn't Dr. Martin Luther King an influencer? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Muhammad Gandhi an influencer? Wasn't Pele from soccer an influencer? Wasn't Bob Marley? Happy birthday. Uh, an influencer? That's so funny, dude. A whole bunch of people were influencers before they came yeah. out. But now before that we they have got this, that title. The social media platform is making us think we're bigger than what we are. That's what it is. It's a reflection of your own narcissism that you can put out on a platform to show to people that thinking, hey, this is who I am. But behind closed doors, 
We're all perverted organisms, and we all get an average of 60, 80 years to live this life as credible as we can. Maybe 100 Unless you're due Kirk to medical. Douglas, right? Hey, medical advances and sometimes good genes. You know, he died yesterday. Who cares? So, you know. <laughs> yeah, he did, but in Star my time and era. He was 103 years old. But he didn't even look like a Spartan. That's the thing. <laughs> You're right. He so definitely would not have fit in Halo. He way out of place. He, it's a fake, you know. But <laughs> that's what acting is, and I think acting and or storytelling was storytelling was the first form of entertainment that they had, you know, back in the day with tribes of like gather around this fire and we're gonna tell stories. I feel like it started with music, probably. I uh, feel like no, because you're an idiot. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're you're not wrong. I I, I think just what what keeps our thrivelihood going. I mean, we have all the advances to help live us a, a good enough life now. Like, what else keeps our th- our public thrively going? And it's storytelling. It's movies. Going oh, to the yeah. movies and seeing about what is it about this person's life. And I mean, I'm sure you've story. heard this quote, and you've probably said it before. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, if we're not fighting for free speech, aka art, what are we fighting for, right? <laughs> I say we, but I'm we're mean supposed you. to be fighting for um, world peace. That's what I was taught sure. when I was a kid, but people don't but want that. I mean, the idea Nigeria that that's so. fucking stupid. We're gonna go kill someone for peace already failed. Yeah, like obviously. my my whole point is that you know we're out here like trying to defend the integrity of the United States so that people have the right to know you know go up on stage and go like so I have a penis and I poop my pants. Yeah, you know what? In the end, uh, that's why uh, freedom of speech. Every human organism has the right to say what they want to say. No other human organism or any other ethnic background race can tell any other ethnic race what they can and cannot say they just have but to deal with the repercussions correct of. for every action there's a reaction yes and, but it's it's still not that individual's in t- uh place to go and tell that person it's a feeling of entitlement i bet you someone told ari shafir all about this though he doesn't care he's at a level that's the idea the mentality of I'm a celebrity status, and people, a vast majority of people respect what I have to say. Do you then think that people respect Ari Shafir? Like, do you think... Is not his anymore. Na- is his name on the Comedy Store wall? Yeah. Is it going to get taken off, you think? Have they ever done that? No, they didn't even take Carlos Mencino or Amy Schumer's <laughs> name off. And they're okay to steal jokes and keep making money out of it. And it sucks. I hear that Carlos Mencia has come around. Not to the comedy store, Laugh Factor, or Hollywood mm-hmm. Improv, but like Stir Crazy in Arizona mm-hmm. and the Haha. They didn't even advertise at the Haha because they, they don't want people. They don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And when they, when I think they had a post on the Haha uh, Instagram, but they took, they, they didn't allow comments. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, the Haha's website is kind of yeah, outdated to say the least. It doesn't matter. The, for me, the Haha comedy club just the club itself is great platform and i enjoy both it, stages it's a, it's a good spot it's weird but it's good oh well you know when you got ollie and renee but no shout out to them uh, hey everybody's everybody's working at their own pace of trying to do this and and uh you know who the who the hell am i to tell somebody i'm not and that's why i like hey shout out to you and even though you're never going to listen to this but uh, uh just to wrap this up because uh i'm holding my apartment hostage Oh, you nasty thing. Yeah, that little old me. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to blast whatever social media, whatever no. e- whatever you want to do. Don't follow me, there. it doesn't matter. 
Okay, but if they were not going to follow you, where would they not follow? I'm not going to say. I'm sorry. You're going to make me get up and look up. All right, That's fine. That's up to you, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, to do I'm it. I'm not going to uh, tell anybody to follow because I don't follow back. No hard feelings. I don't. Your your life doesn't have an importance for me to look at on a social media, and I'm not going to sit there on a. Uh, yeah, that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> I just showed him a picture that our hu- humble artist of the No Friend podcast, Gary Eakin, made of an upcoming guest, Ahmed Al Qadri, a good friend who lives nearby. Qadri. Uh, I you hope know, he's, he's somebody that's getting booked, and he's not as he's, funny as I am, but he's getting booked. Man, I see big things for him. I told him this, and he's Yemen, so that's why this is funny. But uh, I see him as the Indian Kevin Hart. That's what I call. That's what I tell him. Silence, no laughter. But I, I see big things for that guy. He has the look. He's in shape, dude. He has abs. He'll get something someday. But either way, focus on you. you so you don't have a Twitter, is what you're saying. Okay, Callahan is face palming right now, and uh, has nothing else to say. But his, you're, Instagram. I, I guess I'll I'll just say you're young still into understanding what talent is and what pe- <laughs> what people actually have as far as the it factor. And the development uh-huh. factor, correct? Because remember, I was I was funny, but then when I got into stand up comedy, I was dog shit for two years. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I was dog I'm a shit for two right and a half now. years, and I didn't get all of this. And it took me my four and a half to five year mark to really reflect and be like, oh, yeah. But I saw I saw footage of you oh. at, at your one year. Like you weren't crushing like you do now, but you were getting big reactions. And that's that's a thing, and I'm glad that that's your mic cover. Because I plagiarized Stephen Wright, Mitch Hedberg, Zach Galifianakis, yeah, and anybody I, that does dry one-liners. Yeah, I, I mean, I plagiarize Mitch Hedberg constantly, yeah, like yeah. constantly. But uh, if you want to, and I highly recommend it, he's very wise, very, 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 very funny. Uh, Callahan Welsh on no, Instagram. No, no, blah 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 blah. Shut up! I'm gonna turn off your microphone. Okay. It's C A L L A H A and W E L S H underscore. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, don't follow me because I'm not gonna follow anybody. So it's it's fine. I'm gonna put it in the description of the podcast. Thanks so much for doing this with me, man. Uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. We're both going to get shot from all the haters listening to this. Oh, God, wouldn't that... That would be honored. Yeah. The, the fact Two that open some, micers die from podcasts. That would be kind of beautiful. White privilege goes far. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's the perfect note to end this on. Remember, embrace your white privilege even if you're not white. Yes, let's bump two mics like uh, David Tone. No, fuck that. That shit was not funny. I don't like that shit. Oh, somebody's sour. I liked... I Bye, liked Mama. It. I love David Tell, dude. I love it, but I saw that them bumping mics. I was like, this is like two old people trying to not look old. They're always going to be funnier than you. Okay, he's talking off mic. That means we're done. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is the No Friends Podcast uh, on a littlefireburning.com. Please follow our Instagram, No Friends Podcast. How it sounds is how it's spelled. Mr. Welsh, thank you so much for your time here. And Ian uh, Ian Russo commented, all right, we're going to- Ian Russo heard me talking smack about him. That's perfect. Yeah, and I'm, I hope you'll listen to it. Ian, you can be a guest on here at some point, but you can't use my bathroom because it's only for LA Nines. With yes. that being said, <laughs> thanks so much, Callahan. We're going to have uh, Don't a good me, time. Julian. I'm not touching you. I'm a Mama, he's touching me. I'm not, Mom. Uh, goodbye, y'all. Thanks so much for listening.